Hello everyone! Before we get started today, we have a quick announcement. Our next episode will be the second anniversary of Sorted, and to celebrate, we want to get you involved. We're inviting everyone to tell us where we went wrong with the character we've sorted over the last two years, for us to reconsider. Send an email to fearspodcasts at gmail.com with either an audio clip about one to two minutes long, or writing about 100 to 200 words long, that we'll read out giving us your take about the character. Do you think Ash Ketchum is a Ravenclaw? Is Avatar Ang a Slytherin? Or do you, for some reason, think Princess Leia is a Gryffindor? We want to hear from you in no more than one week from today on May 5th. All of this information will be available in the show notes and on Twitter. And other that's sorted, on with the show. So you wanted to do Among Us. Mm-hmm. And I figured we can just bust that out right now <laughs> as a cold open. Okay. Crewmates are Hufflepuffs because they do, if they do tasks and Slytherins if they don't. And imposters are Gryffindor because they are running around and being brave. (laughs) And that's Among Us sorted! Imposters can sometimes be Ravenclaw as well. It depends on the technique of the imposter. Okay. Some imposters are Ravenclaw. Now we've got all four houses in Among Us. (laughs) Sorted! If you call comms, you're Ravenclaw. Fine. And if you get a stack kill, you're a Gryffindor. Yes. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) We sorted among us. There we go. (laughs) Well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted, he said so Zelda! But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure You're not a wizard, you're a legend Hello and welcome to Sorted. I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. Harry Potter is inherently flawed and sorting even more so, but it's still fun to view characters in this way. Legend is Legend, Breath of the West. That's what we're doing today. Yeah. I just had to say it. I just needed to get those words out of me. Yeah, the Lelda of Zelda. The Lelda of Zelda. Legend of Zelda and Breath of the West is a more common one. You occasionally hear the Lelda of Zelda. You never hear the Briled of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, no one ever uses Wild. No. Just, yeah, it's just Breath of the West. Breath of the West is funnier than Briled of the Wild. It's so fun to say. <laughs> the the ratio of which I call the game by its actual name, Breath of the Wild, and how often I just refer to it as Breath of the West, like, is so much more Breath of the West than ever the actual title. So obviously Zelda is a long-running series with many, many games, and, the, like, most for the most part the characters show up between them, but they're different interpretations of the characters. Yeah. Because they're different generations, maybe. It's almost like every game is a reboot, more or less. Apart from the ones that are direct sequels for some reason. They're like different incarnations of the same characters? Is that how it works? It's supposed to be. Which works to a greater or lesser extent. I actually... Breath of the Wild was my first Zelda game. Sure. I've only played... To completion, I've only played one before it, and it was The Minish Cap, which is not exactly a game that shows up on many people's lists. (laughs) Ganon isn't even relevant to that at all. (laughs) The villain is called Vati. Sure. And he's a tiny, tiny person. Oh. But he gets bigger. Oh, okay. But Link gets t- tiny. Oh, okay. The Minish. Sure. It's a fun one. Sure. But even so, like, I am relatively familiar with... The general concepts. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Because it's something that's been around for so long. Yeah. And I mean, 
the the general concept is pretty similar between them. You play as this green hero, <laughs> Link, who has a sword because it's dangerous to go alone, and they fight monsters, and they've got to save the princess who's been captured by the Ganon. That's the general gist of most Zelda games. Yeah. Kind of a RPG option with puzzles? Yeah, generally some puzzles in the dungeons and stuff. Yeah. 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 And Breath of the Wild is just the best and most popular one. And the current one, the most zeitgeisty one, the one that most people know. The only one that I've played. I do the, love Breath of the Wild. It's so frigging good. I've put so much time into just running around. I've completed the game for the most part. I beat Ganon. I've done all the shrines. I've found all the armor and upgraded it most of the way. <laughs> I've done all the side quests. Oh, right? But it's just <laughs> fun to run around and do this stuff. And I still enjoy just running around to find those friggin' Koroks. Yeah. It is just like, it's it's a weirdly relaxing game. It's yeah. like, I don't have a real deadline. I can just sort of goof around and... It's nice and relaxing until it starts raining when I'm on a cliff! Or the, um... Or you just hear the Guardian music playing yeah, in the exactly distance. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say, yeah. Or the Guardian music kicks in. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> I can't do it. And suddenly my heart is beating up in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta get them guardian arrows. They scare me so much. Let's sort them. Let's sort them. The guardians? Eventually. They're okay. on the list. Alright. Up first is a fairy boy. I think that's what some side characters have called him in the past. Really? I think so. Again, different interpretations of Link. I think he was from... Maybe it was Ocarina of Time. He was raised in a village of... I don't know. <laughs> Link! Link! Link's... There. Link's a good boy. Link. So Link is the you know the erstwhile protagonist of Zelda games in general. Yeah. Not Zelda. Zelda's the girl. Yeah. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Typically portrayed as like the stoic, silent protagonist type. Yeah. And different games take that more literally than others. Breath of the Wild Zelda, I believe. I did it. <laughs> did she call Link Zelda? I mean, it's Zelda. <laughs> Breath of the Wild's Link breaks from that and like you don't exactly see Link talking although granted like a lot of those dialogue options you, when you choose them you're implied to actually be saying them yeah and selective mutism I think is something I've had I've seen yeah. people describe it Link as Link doesn't talk in any of the cutscenes yeah but is described in like a lot of the journals from characters from a hundred years ago as being talkative I think hmm. particularly so as a child I think Meef has written some stuff about having long conversations with Link and Aww. Zelda's definitely written as well about talking with Link. Yeah. Yeah. So he talks. Yes. This Link talks. Just not when you're looking. <laughs> he's shy around players. Yeah. He's just, he's just a little shy. In this version, Link's woken up after a hundred years having forgotten that he's really cool. <laughs> he has to relearn how to be really cool. He has to relearn how to climb and how to run a lot. I mean, I guess that's just a matter of he's kind of malnourished having been asleep for 100 years. Yeah. Would it be reasonable to assert that Link is a himbo? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that Link's to, like necessarily unintelligent or even like not wise in that sort of sense. Mm. And I think like... I think maybe that comes down more to the the player. Yeah. Um, well, just because like I'm playing as okay, so, <laughs> say I'm playing as Link. I'm playing Breath of the Wild, and I'm a very strong 
attractive Hylian boy, uh, and I've got the master sword, and I'm using it to chop down trees <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> well, why would you chop down trees than anything else? Other things run out. The master sword just recharges. It's true. So maybe that is the smartest decision It's just there. practical. <laughs> It just looks dumb from everyone else's perspective. It just perspective. looks really stupid. <laughs> oh, maybe that maybe that's Link's whole deal. He looks like kind of an idiot, but really he's making really practical, smart choices. <laughs> what is that to say about Link? Link goes on adventure. Link does go on adventure. Link Gryffindor. Yeah, I think Gryffindor. He's brave. He do a fight. He protect. He attack. Yeah, by virtue of wanting to be somewhat of a self-insert, they don't put too much characterization on Link. You, yeah. There's a lot more, I think, in Breath of the Wild than most games, mm. particularly where like it leans into some of the romantic aspects. Yeah. But, well, granted, many fans completely ignore any canon romance stuff anyway to just ship Link <laughs> with Sidon. Self-insert. <laughs> so, yeah... <laughs> Link's a Gryffindor because Link does an adventure! Yeah. He attack, he protect, he climb a rock. Let's talk about a slightly more nuanced character. Okay. It's Zelda! Zelda! The princess! Yeah. This is the best Zelda. Yeah. Like, Zelda is the princess of Hyrule and has the magical power inside her to seal the darkness away. But also she's a nerd. <laughs> I love her so much. Like that's all like that first part is all Zelda's. And Zelda's <laughs> often been just like, oh Zelda's been like a classic peach, right? A classic yeah, Amazon distress. Yeah. Oh, help me, Link. You're my only hope. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. And help me, Link, whoever the fuck. <laughs> You're my only hope. <laughs> Second episode in a row that we referenced that. <laughs> But this Zelda, in particular, is interested in studying science and learning. And we don't necessarily see too much of it. Like, her father, at least, implies that she's been neglecting her princess magic training stuff. Though she says otherwise and says she has dedicated her life to it. Granted, we we very much see her engaging with the science, so... I think she's trying to combine the both of them. And I think going, like, the way that she's going about it isn't the traditional route of study because i think she's trying to implement like the the science in conjunction with the magic in a yeah. way that like no one really gets I like the part where you see her get really excited about a flower and then really excited about a frog <laughs> and why she just t- tastes a link is just like link just eat this frog just, just eat this frog link it'll give you magic powers i think maybe <laughs> eat the frog <laughs> And then you get, like, these other, like, flashbacks where she's, like, extremely, like, <sighs> like, she's really struggling with, with, like, the stuff that she has to do and she doesn't feel, like, worthy or good enough and she's yeah. got, like, this really, like, self, yeah. um, what's the word I'm looking for? Doubt? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that shouldn't have been as hard as it was. She's got, like, so much self-doubt and, yeah, like... Yeah, I love her. And I'm just... Uh, protect. Let me let protect. Let me protect. So here's my self-insert thing going, I guess. I very much ship Link and Zelda in this version. Yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. more so than past versions, where, like, it's kind of hinted that maybe that could have been a thing. But here's the thing. So there's supposed to be every Link and Zelda is the descendant of the past ones, right? Mm. Here's what I want for a future Zelda game. Mm. Link and Zelda are the same character. The descendant of the one Link and Zelda who finally actually got together. 
Ah, uh, ooh, that's fun. Right? I want this Link and Zelda to get together. And granted, we've got Breath of the Wild 2 coming, so oh, maybe, probably not. <laughs> but then the Zelda timeline, we're not going to go into this too much in depth because it's <laughs> bullshit. And apparently one of the games branches it into like three different alternate timelines sure. depending on whether Link's a child, an adult, or dead or something. I don't know. Fine. But in general, it's accepted that Breath of the Wild is like at the end of the timeline. It's the last one in any branch, or some, maybe, I don't know. Sure. At least one branch. It's kind of set in almost like a post-apocalyptic yeah, kind you've of got, version of that world. Yeah, you've got things like the Temple of Time being collapsed and mm. a lot of other decay. Like Hyrule as a kingdom seems to have fallen. Yeah. Whether or not it will actually regrow after this is not really clear. And yeah. Probably not. Like the castle is just kind of destroyed. Yeah. The rest of the the rest of the world might keep on going, but yeah. So what I want is for this thing, Zelda, to have got together, have a kid, and maybe not that kid, or maybe a few generations later, that character is both Link and Zelda, and it's cool. That it would be very cool. And it can be a girl. A magic sword friend. Link can be a girl. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a game where Link is female and Zelda's male and people have to be like no Link is the Zelda is the girl but not in this one where Zelda is the boy but still <laughs> not the one you play as because you play as the girl <laughs> although more games need to have Zelda playable yeah that's what I want from Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this pre-recording, but uh, in this game is so cute. Yeah. She's so cute. I love yeah. her. And they, for the model for Breath of the Wild two, her hair is shorter. Yeah. And she's even cuter. Yeah, we both have a crush on. Zelda. I also ship Link and Zelda, but mostly just because like I kind of have a crush on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yes, both of you are very cute and attractive. Please kiss. I mean, all of these like all the flashbacks though. Like show them bonding and show them together, like and the fact that like Zelda didn't like him at first because he like yeah, she yeah. wanted to get off on her own and no, it's good stuff. Like yeah. there is a good backing there. But then like they're running from the guardians together and then uh, she show. I mean, there's the part where she like almost tells the great Deku tree. It seems like she wants to tell the great Deku tree to tell Link that she loves him. Right. And then the scene at the end where she comes back is like, I have to ask, do you really remember who I am? And yeah, I do because I went and found all sixteen memories before I came yeah. here. <laughs> Like, me too. I refused to go to the castle until I had my memories. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get all the memories first. I need to know. Yeah. I'm doing this for love. I think Zelda's a Ravenclaw. I like that, yeah. Like, she's so interested in science and learning and study, and she'll go on an adventure for it, but she'll go on an adventure because she wants to know and she wants to understand. Yeah, and she's enthusiastic about knowing things yeah. and learning things. Like, she's excited about it. And she wants to help people and everything as well but she wants to do it her way this yeah. knowledgeable intellectual way yeah and i think weirdly enough i think that kind of self-doubt kind of thing that striving to like be better than you are yeah. and not feeling like you know as much as you should and like reaching for more than you have wanting to be your best self yeah i mean actually that, that could kind of lean sort of slytherin but i think the way that it manifests in her is 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 ravenclaw yeah so Zelda is a Ravenclaw. Oh. Up next is Mifa. Mifa. Mifa's grace is now ready. Thanks, Mifa. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> I would die without you. <laughs> I do die even with you sometimes. I'm an idiot. So Mifa's a fish. Yeah. A dead fish. A cute dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> Mifa is one of the four champions from 100 years ago. T chosen to pilot the elephant. Is it Varuda? Varuta. Varuta. 
Varuta, the giant robot elephant. So Mifa. Yes, Mifa. Uh, she was in love with Link. She was. And that's like that. That that is canon. Whatever you ship, that's canon. She made Link this armor that Zora princesses are supposed to make for the one they want to marry. Yeah. And the flashbacks you see, she's very tender and yeah, gentle. And, Whether uh, or not that's one sided is unclear. It, very much so. And yes. that kind of depends on your personal opinion. I think. I think some people are very into Link reciprocating that. And yeah. Some people less so. And some people want Link to wait a hundred years and hook up with her brother. Yeah, that's weirdly common. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's just because everyone has thoughts for Sidon, apparently. He's a big buff fish man, and people are into that. Yeah, um, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro showed with The Shape of Water that people right? want to fuck buff fish. Apparently! It's not my thing, who, but <laughs> I get it, I guess. Who out there is into buff fish? Are you attracted to buff fish? Tweet at us, Luke. <laughs> wow. Call him out so personally. That's so rude. So anyway. <laughs> Mifa is in the team of champions of Link, Zelda, and the other four. Mifa is the healer. Mm. She's the support role more than anything else. Yes. I love her. She protects me. Yeah. <laughs> A Hufflepuff? Ravenclaw? Hufflepuff. I Ravenclaw? think Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. She's motivated by love. She's doing this thing because she wants to help. <laughs> House hot take. Only Hufflepuff's love. Well, no, but like it's a, <laughs> it's like a caring kind of... Like she doesn't care whether or not her love is reciprocated. Or does she? Maybe if she found out that Link was actually into Zelda, she'd have gone berserk and become the new <laughs> Ganon. <laughs> Alternate timeline. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2. Breath of the Wild 1.5. <laughs> Mifa's revenge. <laughs> Mifa's rampage. <laughs> she takes over the elephant and just destroys. <laughs> you know in the the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, you can play as the elephant? Can you really? You, yeah, at least in one level. Probably as the other ones too. Like, as part of a level, you just go ape shit. Nice. You're in this elephant, you just stomp around and shoot lasers at shit. <laughs> it's great. This, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give me for the elephant, let her wreak havoc. Yeah. So... I think she's a Hufflepuff, is the point I was trying to make. Yeah, give me a bit more on why. Oh, um, yeah, I just, I think that she's motivated by, like, caring very deeply for, like, yes, Link, but not just Link. I think she cares about her people, I think she cares about... Sure. Protecting the the world or whatever, um, yeah. and I think, okay. like, well, the way that Well, protecting her people would be a Slytherin kind of thing. It, well, it's not just her people, though, is the thing. It's mm. it's all of the other people's as well. And her mode of doing that, the way in which she... Like, the other... Each of the champions sort of has a way in which they they help. And the way that she helps is to, to heal and to protect. And that feels very Hufflepuff to me. Okay. Hufflepuff for Mifa. Also, she's very sweet. Yeah. Like, personality-wise, she feels like a Hufflepuff. True. Yeah. Who's next? Up next is Daruk. Daruk's protection is now ready to roll. Thank you, Daruk. I love you. <laughs> Daruk is a rock boy. Yeah. He's a big old... Well, he's not a boy. He's a man. Yeah. Um, Daruk is also protect. Yeah, Daruk is a delf. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Daruk is team dad, and he's a buff, big old dad he's that a Luke dad. wants to fuck. <laughs> Why are... All- you about all these characters in relation to whether or not people want to fuck them. Not people, specifically Luke. <laughs> 
I want the record to show that I have mentioned that, like, I have a crush on both Link and Zelda. Yeah. I need the record to show that that does not mean I want to fuck them. <laughs> yes, I am bi or pan or whatever. I am also ace. <laughs> and I just need everyone to know. I don't want to fuck any of these characters. At least buy you dinner first. Yeah, then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at that point. <laughs> uh, so Daruk is dead. Yeah. They all white hair and beard and... Yeah. So contrasting to the present day old... Goron? Goron, thank you. <laughs> contrasting to the present day old Goron character, Daruk is badass. Like, the present day one is like, oh, my back hurts. Go and do it for me. Yeah. And Daruk's like, oh, there's a boulder flying at me. I will stand here and take it. <laughs> oh, but there is one thing. I know it's, it's in the DLC, but Daruk is afraid of puppies. Yeah! Daruk's afraid of dogs. Yeah! Because he's like, oh, it's a scary beast. Ah. Yeah! <laughs> and he'll protect it. He'll, like, murder every monster that's trying to fight this dog. And then he will run away and cower from this tiny little puppy. <laughs> don't get many dogs up in the volcano. Yeah. <laughs> dogs don't tend to last long when they're on fire. <laughs> no, not typically. So Daruk is in charge of Var Lizard. Yeah. Do you remember its name? No. Uh, Rudania, I think. Varudania. I only remember the one. Big old lizard who crawls around the volcano. Yeah. And its face opens up like a flower to shoot a laser for whatever reason. Yeah. Of the Divine Beasts, I think something about that one and the puzzle and the way that it moved like really tripped out my mind and I had a really hard time with it. How much of that was because when you first go into it, it's pitch black? Oh, yeah, that was part of it, too. That was bad. Yeah. I don't like that. And then it's just the whole thing rotates on that one. Yeah, and I don't like that. <laughs> Messed with my head. Like, it's not even a part of the lizard, I think, that's rotating. It's just, it's rotating whether it's upright or on its side at that point. Yeah. Um, that one messed with me. I love the puzzles in this game. Oh, yeah. So good. I hope for some more in the sequel. Yeah. Give me more shrines, please. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the game. Daruk is Daruk is very much a proud father figure though. He he calls Link little guy. Yeah, he does. And he, like, uh, when, in the flashback where we see they're taking a photo together, he's like looking around at the group, standing all like standing apart and kind of he stiffly. Squishes them together, and he just grabs yeah. them all in a big old hug. He's very friendly and <laughs> sweet. Yeah. And he does a protect. Um, but I think he's more of a Gryffindor kind of protector. Yeah. Um, more so than the Hufflepuff. He takes action. Yeah. While pr he yeah. Protective action. It's, it's more of a sacrificial um, protection rather mm. than like Mipha's giving. Resurrection. Yeah, like like giving life kind of thing. He's mm -hmm. more of the I'll stand in front of you and take the the, yeah. the hurt instead. Okay. Um, I'm down. He feels Gryffindor to me. Yeah, and you're not just separating him from Hufflepuff because you want to put all four champions into a different house. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh -huh. I have no ulterior motive here. Good luck. Who's up next? Rivali. Rivali's Gale is now ready. Fuck you, Rivali. <laughs> Shut uh, up. Leave me alone. Rivali sucks ass. <laughs> even when he gives Link his power, he's like, I don't even know if you'll be able to use it very well. <laughs> Shut up, Rivali. He's a smug, bitch-ass asshole. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he thinks he knows more than you. He thinks, he he's, thinks better he's better than better you. than you. He's like, I should be the champion, not that boy. Give me a sword. And it's like, no, you get Vob Bird. I don't remember that one's name either. <sighs> I only remember Valruda. I remember Rudanya. Vob Bird. Vob Bird. 
Kaka. That's uh, that's how Ravali says it. He goes. He's not, he doesn't go. Kaka. No, he's way too suave and cool for that. He mm-hmm. goes. Kaka. Yeah. He thinks he's hot shit. Yeah, and I know you're gonna put him in Rhett Slytherin. No, actually. What? I was gonna argue him for Ravenclaw. You think Ravali's a Ravenclaw because he's a bird? First of all, yes, he's a bird. Second of all, um. Yes, he's got this smugness of where he thinks he's better than you, but I think it's because he thinks that he knows better than you. Yeah, he might think that, but he doesn't know shit. Yeah, but I think that's a very Ravenclaw sort of attitude to have. (laughs) That kind of like, I know everything, and you're nothing, and I'm hot shit. But it's not just a knowledge thing. He also just generally thinks he's better. And yeah. thinks he should be the the leader, the one in charge. Yeah, mm, that is a that is a valid point for Slytherin. Right, Saturn. where he's yeah. like, I should have the sword, and I should do the stabby of the Ganon. Mm. That is some ambition. I'll give you that. Yeah, mm. I'll give you Slytherin. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna fight hard to put the next one in Ravenclaw then. <laughs> I was I was planning on putting her in Slytherin. Well, you've got you've got Zelda for uh, for Ravenclaw at yeah. least, but we're going with Rivali in. We're uh, going with Rivali in Slytherin. Yeah, Rivali's a Slytherin, even though he's a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: all Slytherin. Well, no, I was gonna say like all dicks are Slytherins, but that's not true. No. He's just a very Slytherin. He's just a dick who's a Slytherin. There's a preponderance of dicks in Slytherin. Sure. But it's not a not a. Not a sure thing. Yeah, not a foregone conclusion. What is a foregone conclusion is Ravali sucks ass. <laughs> His is the thing I use the least, too. Yeah, I like it a lot. It can come in handy. It's the one I will use most actively. Yeah, the one that I actually choose when using. Like when I just I need guess to the get... rest I do just kind of use accidentally, huh? When I just need to get up a tall cliff. Yeah. And I don't want to have to do it slowly because it's boring. He's good for that. Going up a tall cliff. And fighting a fighting a Lionel, like getting bullet time in the air with your arrows. Oh. Oh yeah, I do that all the time when I fight a Lionel. Oh, dude. I fly up with Ravali's Gale and then I get like free bullet time. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's more useful than you think. Yeah. Damn it, Ravali. Why are you actually good at things? <laughs> that's the worst part, is the thing, is that he is good at things. Well, that's the, they're all he good at things. Skilled. They're all good at their at yeah. their things. That's he why th- they're the champions. Yeah. He thinks that he's, like, the best. And in the things that he's good at, he is the best at those things. He's the best at the... Of, he's the best of the champions at flying. That's true. Because he's a fucking bird. <laughs> Uh, who's next? It's Arbosa. Arbosa. Arbosa's fury is now ready. Thanks, Arbosa. I respect you. <laughs> Arbosa is big. She's tall. She's a tall lady. Yeah. She's the kind of lady that people on the internet want to step on them. Luke. Who's the car- Who's the one? Is it Resident Evil? I can't remember her name. It's like the big tall. The, yeah, the tall Resident Evil vampire lady. Mom lady. Poor resident. It's like Madam something. Lady Dimitrescu. Oh, lady. Lady. Yeah. lady something. Obosa appeals to the same people who like Lady Dimitrescu. Yes. Tall lady who will step on you if you ask nicely, maybe. Tall strong lady. Tall lady that you want to step on you, at least. Yeah. Whether or not she will, I guess, is up to her. <laughs> she will, however, spin her sword around and strike you with lightning. Yeah. Just because... Yeah. And she's got Var Camel, because as we all know, camels generate lightning. That one felt the weakest <laughs> to me. Well, it's, it's just because this is in the desert. Yeah. 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 The lightning I... desert connection was a strange one. How many people don't go... Like, we've done the champions here in the order that, like, we face them. How many people do a different order to this? 
you all, everyone goes for Mifa's Grace first, right? Everyone goes to the Zora's Domain first. Oh, because... this isn't the order I did them in. No? What no. order did you do them in? Uh, I did Mifa, Rivali, Daruk. Huh. I went around the mountain because it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what the, like, what orders people typically do them in. On IGN's walkthrough, for the sake of simplicity, we put them in the order of what we believe is the e- easiest progression path. Which sure. is the order I've done them in. Yeah, most people probably do Urbosa last. Yeah. That does seem pretty common. And here's the thing. While it's nice, her power-up is the least useful because it's just another powerful attack. Yeah. And, and it's again, really I... good when you're fighting a horde. I use it on accident more than purposefully. Yeah, but yeah, protection, healing, and flight are more useful than more fight. Yeah. Urbosa is mom. Urbosa is mom. She's team mom. Yeah. Why is that car so loud? <laughs> um, okay, Daruk is Daruk on his way to fuck the cast of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Daruk is dad, Urbosa is mom, Mifa is your sister. <laughs> and Ravali is your shitty teenage brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's your family. Urbosa was like actually the leader of her people at the, at the time. Yes. I don't know if that's the case. Mifa certainly wasn't. Her father was the king during her life. I don't know about the others. I don't think Ravali was. Ravali probably wasn't. Daruk, maybe, but that's less clear. They're, they have a less organized political system. They do, yeah. Urbosa is very much like shown to be the queen of her people, though. Yes. And it's also friends with Zelda's mother before Zelda's mother died, and sort of pr- looks after Zelda as a result. Like The flashbacks are mostly about how Link connects to the characters. The flashbacks with Urbosa are more about how she connects with Zelda. Yes. She calls Zelda Little Bird. Which yeah. is the same name that Zelda's mother called her. Because, yeah, they were friends. Yeah. Yeah, like... all of her flashback stuff is... I think maybe that's the reason why, like, I as a player felt less connected to Urbosa. Sure. But, like, she did seem much more connected with Zelda. Yeah. And, like, I appreciate that there is that sort of connection. Yeah. I don't like the fact that the only connection that gives Link with the female champions is romantic interest with Mifa. Like, he's not allowed to connect to the girl unless it's romantic. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, That's all right. those main characters there, it's a 50-50 split, which is better than a lot of things. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, that's not the best. Um... Where's the platonic... Where's Link's relationship with a female character that is purely platonic? You could argue with either Zelda or Mifa, really, but Mifa definitely loves Link, and Zelda probably does too, and Link might like one of them, at least. <laughs> Or side on. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So now, he, this is the part where I have to argue that Urbosa is Ravenclaw. <laughs> Go for it. And here's the thing. I think she's Slytherin. Why? Okay, well, what, tell me why you think she's Slytherin. Um, I think she's a leader. I think she is strong and, like, but, like, not just strong in the physical sense. Strong in the real way? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I think she has this sort of air about her that, like, she takes no shit. Mm-hmm. She does what she wants. Mm-hmm. She, like, does what she needs to do to keep her people safe and doesn't care as much about the other people the way that some of the others do. Doesn't she? I don't know. I mean, she clearly cares, like, for Hylians well enough. She, like, her best friend was a Hylian and Fair she cares enough. for Zelda. I th- we just don't see her connecting with some of the others I guess as much. That's, I guess that's it, is we don't see as much. But outside of Link, we don't see Mifa, Daruk, or Rivali connecting with other Hylians. That's they only connect with one Hylian. Like, Urbosa's connected with at least two. Mm. That's twice as many Hylians. Sure. <laughs> My favourite flashbacks are the ones where they're all together anyway. Yeah. It's something about her being a leader. 
Sure. Here's the thing, though. So we've said things that politicians lean towards Slytherin. Sure. She's not a politician. No, she's, she's not. She's a queen. She was born into her role. Yeah. And she does it well. She's a good leader. I probably think she's Gryffindor. Yeah? Yeah, I think she she's very take charge and headstrong and she's caring to those around her. Mm. I, I guess. I think it's more of a vibe. It's a hard one for me to yeah. explain. I just think, like, you you mentioned that Daruk will, like, st- stand in front of a hit or whatever and take it. Obosa won't even take it. She'll just rush head first into it <laughs> and stop them even getting the chance to get a hit. Mm. And, like, what for... Cunning th- is what that is. <laughs> is it? Or is it headstrong? It can be both. Fine. <laughs> so it's equally Slytherin and Gryffindor. Sure. Slytherin and Gryffindor have a lot of overlap. We know this. Yeah. Resourcefulness, cunning, ambition, determination, leadership. I think it's the, the leadership quality for me. Although I guess that can often apply to Gryffindors as well. Definitely can. There's some well-known leaders in Gryffindor from Harry Potter. For instance, Harry Potter. <laughs> Albus Dumbledore. Is he uh, hmm. He's a leader. Is he a Gryffindor, though? <laughs> Textually, yes. Hmm. The text tells us yes, but sometimes they store it too soon. It says, but do you think Dumbledore was talking about himself when he said that? <laughs> I think I'm a Hufflepuff. Sometimes, <laughs> no. <laughs> sometimes I fear we store it too soon. He says, pondering the fact that maybe he should have been a Slytherin. I'm loyal. House hot take. Maybe Dumbledore should have been a Slytherin. I'm loyal to myself. Mm. Like a Hufflepuff. <laughs> No, dude, that's a, that's a Slytherin thing. Just like a Hufflepuff. How often do you think Dumbledore sits around and, like, chats with the Sorting Hat in his office? It's like, you know... I don't know about the Sorting Hat, but he chats with all the... He chats with all the past uh, headmasters. Yeah. But, like, we know that the Sorting Hat just, like, hangs out in his office. He could resort himself whenever he wants. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, yeah, tell me. Like, I've changed. I know I've grown and changed as a person. Like, where would you put me now? Just out of curiosity. Just puts the hat on as part of his morning routine. I... I'm feeling kind of Hufflepuff today. I'm, this is a Ravenclaw day. I'm going to do all my paperwork. <laughs> Dumbledore's never done paperwork in his life. What does Dumbledore even do? Mostly just goes out and researches Voldemort. Mm. <laughs> Teaches. Kind of Ravenclaw. Hangs out with Harry. Eats lemon drops. We're way off topic. Uh, both. I still. I'll give you Gryffindor. I, the, the, my, my point here is that I don't think she's Ravenclaw, and that doesn't give me each of the four champions in a different house, which would have been so, so satisfying. Yeah, I'm sorry. You've got Zelda. Yeah. Of the four champions, looking at them, just saying, like, which one would I think is most likely Ravenclaw? Mifa. Probably Mifa. Yeah, it's fair. But Mifa feels very Hufflepuff to me. Sure. Yeah. I guess you could put Daruk in Hufflepuff. Yeah. You, if you wanted... I was going to try and argue that at one point. Mm. If you wanted an alternative... Mifa, Ravenclaw, Daruk, Hufflepuff, Revali, Slytherin, Urbosa, Gryffindor? Yeah, if you wanted that to work out. But that's but not canon. That's not where we're landing. That's, that's not canon to Sorted. Yeah, that's not where we're landing on this. But if you wanted for, like, your fan art or whatever, you wanted to separate them out in that way, that, I think, would be the way to do it. Uh, so who's next? It's King Rome for Hyrule. The king. It's Zelda dad. Zelda's dad. Daddy Zelda. This game has a lot of dads in it. <laughs> I, does it? Actually, well, I, I guess. More dads than moms. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> Zelda's mother did done do the died. Yeah. And like Mifa's dad is a character. Yeah, we never see the queen. Yeah. So King Rome something something Hyrule is Zelda's dad. Uh-huh. He's also an old man. Yes. 
And he's just hanging out, and he's like, hey, that's my apple, and you want a glider? Go and get one ball. Just kidding, get four, fuckface. Here's the thing. Of all of the characters who give you some special ability, some special power that you can use mm-hmm. to fight your way through Hyrule or whatever, the one that the king bestows upon you <laughs> is by far the most useful. <laughs> you couldn't get anywhere without that glider. I just love the bits where Link's just like, glider now, give me glider. Uh, <laughs> give me the glider, bitch. Give me the glider. Glider Let Link. me glide. <laughs> So King Rome mm-hmm. was a jerk. Yeah. He's like, Zelda, how dare you have uh, interests and hobbies when blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the king and he's like, oh, yes, I choose you all as champions, therefore you wear blue. This is the Legend of Zelda. You'd think it would be green, but no, it's blue. That is an odd choice. Yeah. It gives it a very distinct look. It, it's a very pretty shade of blue. Yeah. And like, I like it. But I also, like, green's my favorite color. I wouldn't mind everyone wearing a pretty shade of green. Yeah. I think the green would have, on Zelda especially, would have been kind of weird. Like, Hmm. I think you had to choose, like, Zelda has typically been more pink and Link green. So I think you had to choose a color neutral from those. Sure, sure. If you're going to have them be the same color. Yeah. Anyway, the king does all the stuff. Yeah. He's kind of a grump, but then he dies. He did die. Um, and he's in in dying. He sees that his daughter like has protected arrow body. Yeah, and has done the thing that she was trying to do that yeah. he was pushing her to do. And I think he forgives her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like by the time you meet him as a ghost, he's like chill about the whole thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, he spends a hundred years chilling on this hill, and then he's like, I'm an old man. Here's my cabin, even though I'm the king and could be whatever. And I'm going to write down, oh, yeah, I really wish I could remember how to make this spicy seafood curry. I remember it needs spicy food. I wish I could remember what else it needs. Is it fish? Oh, shit, you figured it out. <laughs> now you can have my tank top. <laughs> I bestow upon you the royal tank top that would never have fit me anyway. It's almost like I was waiting to give it to you personally. What's that? You didn't go into my cabin and make me some curry. You just climbed the mountain barefoot and... That's what I did. <laughs> just... I just went up there. You just munched on some chilies the whole time. Yeah. Well, fine. Have my shirt, dick. I just <laughs> wanted some ghost curry. I, I didn't know about that recipe. I never found it. Ghost curry. I, I saw it in like a Let's Play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never... I think I probably looked it up. I did not encounter that on my own. Uh, Rome is... Helpful? He's the tutorial, basically. Yes. He's, he's your tutorial character. He teaches you how to play the game. I think here is the Slytherin leader you were looking for in Urbosa. Okay. I yeah. He is very focused on the thing to do. And he's much more stubborn. Yes, yes. Like, his way is the only way. At least, like, while he was alive, that's kind of the vibe that you get. Yes. What he says is what goes in. There's no wiggle room. Although, I guess I'm describing that, and is that Slytherin? Like, when I'm saying that, like, he's very focused on what you need to do, is that Slytherin or is that kind of Hufflepuff? Like, the hardworking, determined... Mm. Again, Hufflepuff and Slytherin have that that sort of determined... um... Dedication, diligence... Yeah, but is it a selfish version of that, or is he genuinely doing it for the better of others? I mean, I don't. I think he's not doing it for the betterment of his daughter, but I yeah. think he's doing it for the world. He thinks he is. Yeah, sure. He thinks he's doing what's best for yeah. everyone. And you could be mistaken without sure, yeah. losing that aspect yeah. of your house. Is he kind of just a Hufflepuff dick? I kind of like a dick Hufflepuff. We never. Yeah. We don't. 
get that very often. No. And you know what? I think I think we need more like dick Hufflepuff. Yeah, like representation. Le- some strong Slytherin leanings. Yeah. But I think I think King Rome is a Hufflepuff. Don't at me. People are gonna at me. People, if anyone's ever gonna disagree with us on something, it's always me. No one disagrees with you. <laughs> well, King Rome's a Hufflepuff, and we agree on this. Yes. So I like Hufflepuff. That's that. Which means it's time. It's time. It's time for the Oboxes Fury Round. <laughs> Alex, up first is Impa. Impa is the leader of that town. Sheikah. Yeah, leader of the, leader of the Sheikah. Sure. Is that what? I don't. I don't remember. Lightning what, bolt round. I don't remember what her title is. <laughs> I don't know. If she has a title. She's an old lady who knows things. Yeah, she helped people in the hundred years ago. Yeah, she's a Ravenclaw. Cool. Uh, tell me about Pura. Pura is also from a hundred years ago, but she did some magical science bullshit and made herself a child. Oops. And she fixes your tablet, and she's definitely Ravenclaw. She's even more Ravenclaw. Yeah. Alex, tell me about that hunky hunky <laughs> Prince Sidon. Sidon is the prince of the... Zora. Zora, thank you. And he's nine foot tall. He's a tall boy. How come some Zora are taller than others? Because he's royal. Is that it? I think so. Okay. Mifa was royal? She was smaller than Link. She's a girl. Oh, that's sexist. Sexual dimorphism. <sighs> Um, he's a tall fish boy. Uh, also, to be fair, we, oh, we don't know how old Mifa was. That's true. Like, Maybe she would have gotten taller. She was yeah. just young. I think she is older than Link, because I think she like remembers Link as a child while she was... Yeah, but yeah. Zora lived much, much longer than yeah. Hylians do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Sidon is a tall fish boy who helps you do a fight and yep. stuff. Uh, he's a Gryffindor. Okay. Tell me about King Dolphin? Dorothon. Dorothon. King Dorothon is Sidon and Mitha's dad, and he's a big fish. Even bigger. You go into his throne room, and he's just big, and he's there, and he's big, and <laughs> he's like, oh, hey, Link, you're not dead. Neat. I don't hate you, like everyone else in town does because of what happened to Mitha. Can you hang out with Sidon and go and get some electric? Go get some electric. Go get, not, no, not electric. Go get some electric. Oh, go get some electric. Go right. get some electric, Link. And I don't know, Hufflepuff. Okay. It's a Hufflepuffy kind of dad. Sure. Tell me about Muzu. Which one's Muzu? Muzu is the hammer-headed fish advisor to the king right. who is Mifa's teacher. Okay, the the old one. Yeah. So, like, you don't get bigger if you're old as Azora. That's not it. Because he's an old one, and he's small. It's just jeans. Yeah, it's a weird... Zora's kind of a weird species. Yeah. Well, they don't all look the same, though. That's true. Like, you get so many, like, alien races or non-human races where they're like, you all look the same. It's like, nah. They are very varied, which I do appreciate. Yeah. Um, he's the one who hates Link. The most. And is like... All the oldies hate Link, but he hates Link the most. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Slytherin. Okay. Tell me about Yunobo. Yunobo is a cowardly little boy. (laughs) He's a Goron. (laughs) Well, he's not a coward. I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a bit of a scaredy cat. He's Daruk's grandson, I think. He's the one you have to take on an escort mis- mission. Yeah, he is responsible for the escort mission in the game, which sucks, but... Hate an escort mission. Yeah. <laughs> but he means well, and he's nice, and he waves at Daruk when Daruk's on the lizard. Yeah. I liked him. I thought he was sweet. Yeah, he's a friendly boy. A Hufflepuff. 
Ye. Tell me about Tiba of the Rito. He's the one you deal with who's just Rivali part two. Yeah. He's just Rivali again. Yeah. But younger. And alive. And alive. Also Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, tell me about Riju. Riju is the princess slash possibly queen. Again, I'm really not sure on how what the titles are. I think queen. Queen of the Gerudo people in the desert. Uh, she's a very young queen. I think, mm. like, her mother died unexpectedly or something. And, like, she hangs out with Link. Link has to sneak into their kingdom because it's girls only. <laughs> um, but then, like, he takes his clothes off in front of her and she's like, Oh, yeah, okay, you're the champion. Wanna hang out? <laughs> And then they go surfing on a walrus. Yeah. And she is like, hey, Link, you want this helmet? Fix every single problem in my kingdom and you can have my lightning helmet. Yeah, go do my job for me and you can borrow this. Make literally everyone happy and you can have it for now. You can borrow it. Yeah. Yeah, you have to bring it back. You don't have to bring it back. You don't have to bring it back, but you, yeah, you can't just keep it. She's cool. I'm gonna go Gryffindor. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, she's fun. How about Robbie? Robbie does the science. Yep. He's an old man who is also friends with Impa and Pura. Yeah, Ravenclaw. Yeah. Although he also randomly has an electric guitar strumming motif. It's just important to note. Yeah. Tell me about Hestu. Hestu is the Korok daddy (laughs) slash baby? (laughs) I don't know. He's, He's a big Korok. But he's a baby, but he, everyone brings him... He wants you to bring him all the poop from the other Koroks so we can put him in his maracas. He likes music and poop. Mm-hmm. Hufflepuff. Okay. How about the Great Deku Tree? This is a big tree. Big tree. Big old tree. Old tree. What's the old house? <laughs> I don't know if there's an old house. <laughs> okay. Um, I think this is a wise tree yes, that knows very much. things. I he's, think this is a Ravenclaw yeah, tree. Yeah, he's like a prototypical mentor type character. Yeah. Tell me about Master Koga. So Koga must be some kind of Japanese term relating to ninja. I have no idea. Because he's the boss of the ninja. Yeah. Just like in Pokemon, Koga is the boss of the ninjas. Oh, okay. Then yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, Koga is this ninja so throughout the game you meet these ninja people and they're like I will kill you for Master Koga and then you meet Master Koga and he's like he played for comic relief basically but you fight him he's still powerful in a fight yeah it was an annoying fight yeah but he's kind of goofy and silly and it's like wow everyone's in love with this guy huh and he's kind of a goofball he's kind of a goofball but he's a ninja goofball we're gonna say Slytherin how about Cass Cass is probably one of my favorite wandering side characters (laughs) I'm not gonna lie um, Cass is a bird, uh, a, a Rito fellow, who shows up in places and sings you songs. Yeah. And the songs are often, like, the little riddles that, like, mm. lead you to a shrine or something. Yeah, or at least a side quest or a puzzle. Yeah, 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 some kind of puzzle. And they're really, really fun, and I love them. Mm. Um, he's a Ravenclaw. Yeah, there's your Ravenclaw bird. Yeah. Tell me about Beetle. Beetle is a very excited salesman who really likes bugs a lot. <laughs> and because of that, I'm going to go with Ravenclaw. Sure. How about the monks? <laughs> there are over 120 of them. There are a lot of monks. There's one in each shrine, and they're all different. Yeah. According to the Breath of the Wild wiki, only one of them qualifies as a main character, and I don't remember which one because they're all the same. <laughs> Uh, they are, yeah, they're all the same, but also they're all different. Um, yeah. They're probably like a Ravenclaw. Yeah, probably. Like, ah, uh, here's my test or my puzzle. You've solved it. Here's your reward. That feels Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the great fairies. The great fairies are great fairies. They're 
big women who like to make out with Link and pull him into the water to make his clothes good. But also, they need cash money. They're power- they are powered by the power of capitalism. And for that reason, I'm going to put them in Slytherin. Okay, sure. Tell me about the Koroks. The Koroks? Oh, little shits. <laughs> They're all no, the- no, no. They give you their little shits. Fine, but they also are little shits. They're kind of mischievous. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they hide. They and enjoy then, doing the hide. Yeah, or they make you sort of, like, pop balloons or follow a little windmill mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or, you know, they make you, like, do these little things yep. um, before that will show up. Even so, I think they're Hufflepuff. Okay. Because they're really patient. Okay. They're sitting there and waiting for you for so long. <laughs> and, they're just, like, they're just hanging out. And, yeah, I think that patience is helpful. Right. Tell me about the Guardians. Bum, 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 bum. No. <laughs> Alex is terrified of the Guardians. They're so scary. The Guardians are robots from the people from many, many years ago who also built the Divine Beasts. They were robots that were supposed to help fight Ganon, but Ganon's like, nah, they're mine. And so you have to break them. But they're scary, and at first you probably can't break them without them breaking you. But then you learn how to break them, and it's actually kind of easy. And fuck you, Guardians. But they're supposed to be protectors, and they protect Ganon instead, so I'm gonna go Hufflepuff. Okay. Alex, tell me about one of the two important horses. The White Horse. The White Horse is the descendant of- is it Zelda's? Zelda. Zelda's horse? The Royal Horse. Mm. Or... Possibly it is Zelda's horse. It's just... alive still. Magical. Sure. Yeah. Uh, very regal, very pretty, graceful white horse. Yeah. Mechanically the, like, the best horse in the game, basically. Ravenclaw for the white horse. Oh, okay. Tell me about Big Horse. Big Horse! It's such a big horse. It's so much bigger than all the other horses. And while the white horse has got, like, the most stamina, the big horse just doesn't have stamina. It just maxes out at speed <laughs> earlier. It's just big and can go indefinitely. And big. <laughs> so big. <laughs> Big horse. <laughs> Hufflepuff. Okay. I was considering Gryffindor, but... Yeah. Hufflepuff with a big horse. And finally, the Lord of the Mountain. This one is like a spirit deer. Yeah. You can ride it, and if you take ride. it to a stable, they'll be like, Why would you bring that here? You'll doom us all! Yeah. Lord of the Mountain is really cool. Has yeah. a really cool aesthetic. It's mm-hmm. like spooky, but mesmerizing. Yeah. And like a... It's so cool. Yeah. Um, Ravenclaw. Okay. And that's Breath of the Wild sorted. We did it. We sure did it. So, Alex, it's time for you to sort it out. Today I bring you an issue that this is, we're not the first people to talk about this. But it is something that needs talked about. Quidditch is nonsense? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> the fact that what? We, like there, the fact that there are characters in canon who are like football's so weird and confusing and boring. It's like well, it's just like it's maybe not the most exciting game, but it makes sense. There's yeah. one ball and kicking it in the goal gets you one point. Yeah, like what's the point of the rest of the team if the it really comes down to just the seekers? Yeah, and so, like I understand. Yes, yeah. there, there are the outlier games where like oh, Island they... the win, but Cram will get the snitch. Yeah, whatever. I do kind of like in the series in general how the league of the house teams at least it isn't based so much on the games won as the points scored. Mm. So it's mentioned at one point like during I th- I think during Prisoner of Azkaban where like the Quidditch is like more prominent than others because they've had the one loss against Hufflepuff. Yeah. Woods like we 
we need you to get the snitch, Harry, but we need to be at least six points up first in order to do that. Yeah. So, like, there is, like, a system in which the points actually do matter. Yeah. But in any given single game... Yeah. Not so much. And even then, even if the points matter overall, the snitch still makes up way more of that than is reasonable. Yeah. Like, it, it could be worth, like, three times as many points. Yes. Like, it's a bonus, and it can, t- like, turn the tide of a losing situation. Yes. But it shouldn't be the be-all and end-all. Yes. I do like the snitch as the the way that the game ends. Yeah. I think that that's a really interesting thing. Mm-hmm. It could even just be that, right? Yeah. Like, like there's... Because, you know, this is a sorting out, so we're going to talk about how we could fix it. Mm-hmm. There there are there are two ways that I could see that you fix it. Yeah. Because, like, the, the structure of the game isn't terrible. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the keepers and the beaters and all of that kind of stuff. It is roughly football, soccer kind of thing. Yeah. You know, throw the ball. Three and, goals. Yeah, throw the ball in the hoops, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it's the snitch that really messes things up. So either have the snitch still end the game but not be worth any points. Mm-hmm. So then it makes it a strategic catch mm-hmm. that you have to like be paying attention and catch it yeah. at the right time. Or have the snitch be worth fewer points. Yeah significantly fewer yeah like still a bonus but much fewer yeah and either of those fixes it yeah i mean you still get like that like the seeker being a kind of more significant character or player in the thing so like harry's still special or at the same time though for the vast majority of a quidditch game the seeker isn't relevant at all no no, they're just there that's the thing if the snitch isn't worth any points then the seeker becomes kind of much more interesting mm-hmm. because they they have to be paying attention to the game. Yeah, which but again, that's like what Harry does half the time anyway, that's just true. watch the game. Yeah. Because for the audience, the rest of the game isn't interesting or relevant. In the Quidditch video game that they put out, yeah. you primarily play as the chasers and just take over the seeker right at the end. Yeah. Because that's the only time the seeker matters. Yeah. Granted, in a regular Quidditch game, if a seeker is fast enough, they can just get the snitch and it's like, oh, well, I guess the score's 150 to nothing. Yeah. Which is, honestly, like, I, I think which is I part prefer... of why it's bullshit that some characters just get objectively better brooms than others. Which is also broken. Yeah. They should all have the same yeah. speed level. <sighs> like, different brooms should be... Like, there could be improvements in brooms over time. Different brooms should be more of a an, an accessory. They should be a fashion statement yeah, more than anything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got the latest model of broom. It's got a night tick on it. Yeah. Should I say Nike? People going to be weird. If, is it weird if I don't say Nike? I was still... I said yeah, but I was still trying to figure out what you meant. Right. <laughs> this, like, a knife tick? This is my cool new broom. It's got a Nike tick on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it... And that's it. It's got that stupid little alligator. <laughs> alligator got an Adidas symbol. Yeah, Harry just markets his own line of brooms that just have his lightning scar on them. Yeah, there you wow. go. Wait, actually, that would probably be like really popular. Those would sell really well. <laughs> yeah, the the brooms should be um, standardized. Being a Quidditch player probably makes more sense for a career for Harry as well than a lot of options. Certainly more than Aura. Yeah, like it's his passion, right? Yeah, it's what he does. He he enjoys. Uh, it's what he's good at. Like in the fourth book. When he's like, how am I going to beat this dragon? Yeah. It's like, well, what are you good at? Oh, yeah. I'm good at flying! Yeah. Like, of course you are. You're extremely talented at that. Yeah, youngest seeker in a century or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. He does have kind of like a natural talent. Yeah. We're, we're off tangent a bit. But mm. I feel like part of the reason why he doesn't get that is just so that 
Ginny can end up with something that sets her apart. Sure. Even though she is described as being a worse seeker than Harry, but she's not really a seeker. She's a chaser. Yeah, maybe she's like a really good chaser. Harry's career path should be professional Quidditch for a little while, and then once he's too old for that, yeah. he goes and teaches Defense Against the Dark Arts. Yes. That's multiple sorting it, sorting it out. <laughs> we got distracted here. Yeah. But yeah, just fix Quidditch. Make it make sense. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, welcome to my TED Talk. Thank you for listening to Sorted. If you agree or disagree with any of our sortings, you can find us on Twitter at SortedPod. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pachu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Thank you to Matt Majakamo of the Wamping Willows for use of our theme song, the House of Awesome theme song. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network, such as... Steampunks. Green Mountain Mysteries. And our other show, Pokemakers. Nice. And while you're there on Twitter... Tweet at us your favourite random nonsense side character from Breath of the Wild, like... The little kid birds that you have to wrangle around for choir practice. Jessica. (laughs) Or... Mishi. Ah, Maypin. Zendaya is Mishi. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house. It's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house, it's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.